Atlanta, tell me about the Redskins' BOGO deal. Man, Paisano's is bringing it big time these days when the Redskins play a game. You can buy a large pizza yeah. and get the second large pizza free. I hear all you have to do is put the code REDSKINS online or on the app and you set. Say it ain't so, buddy. Say it is so. I'm hungry. It's a sense of my show. Home of the ball Number 89. Hustle all the time. Travis on the right. Hot mic on the left. Every single week, it's a lyrical fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Santana Moss Show Podcast. Travis Thomas, Santana Moss, and my man, former Redskin, former Pro Bowl QB, Gus Farad. Welcome, 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 Gus. How's that for an intro? Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I got to do that more often. I got to tell the some of those other people. That's how I got to get introduced from now on. Just tell him to bring Travis alone and he got That's you. That's it. Yeah. Hype man for the stars. So here's the deal. Gus came on my radio show, 106.7 The Fan, and was amazing, Tana. Yeah. One of the best interviews I've ever had in my career. True story. And uh, I was just like, man, you got to come to the podcast. You would love kicking it with Tana. And I. it was weird for me that you two had never met. Never Because in my mind, I'm like two Redskin greats. Yeah. You guys have had to go fishing together this or something. This league is big, man. This league is so big. So many players. Uh, to this day, I'm still meeting guys that former players from Washington or, who played here or even just guys around the whole entire league. And Gus said he was well, been on, what, seven or eight teams, you said? Seven teams. Seven wow. teams. So just the thing, I probably played against them before. And normally after the games, I don't go shake hands. I beeline to the locker room. So that's probably one of the reasons why. Yeah, as a Skins guy, I would have loved to see you two link up and you throw him passes. That yeah. would have been fantastic. I've had 14 I like that. Oh, <laughs> I would have liked man. that. <laughs> Y'all both would still be playing right now oh, if maybe man. that connection had happened, huh? All I like is love, man. <laughs> yeah. You're a quarterback that love to spread the love. Just throw it my way. No That's doubt. It. Tanner was talking about playing with running quarterbacks earlier, and I could see Gus's eyes light up as a pocket guy. Like, oh, That's I would have threw, yeah, yeah. threw Tanner open. Yeah. Completely. Oh, yeah. That's all it was. You know, when I first started with the Skins and Cam Cameron was my quarterback coach. Oh, yeah. We would go out every day. You know, the CBA's mm-hmm. all changed. You can't practice the way we used to. Right. I'd throw all day long every route, right? Because I had to fit into North Turner's system, and I had to mm-hmm. throw comebacks and deep digs. And you had to learn to throw those things. Like, coming from a college system, it's yeah. shotgun all the time. Sure. And I'm moving Chris Penn around. We're just trying to throw him corners and hitches and getting all that. But when you come into that kind of system, and I'll tell you what, Guy who got me there, Cam Cameron and I worked hard together, but the guy who got me was Henry Ellard. Wow. No kidding. Henry Ellard, one of the best. One of the best. So he really helped me learn how to throw a comeback. Wow, underrated receiver, all, bro. Most of those routes are about timing. It's, it's like knowing where you have to be at. Like I watch some of the best quarterbacks, and I used to talk to my friend Reggie Wayne all the time. I'm like, look, I watch you and Peyton. It was at one time that I noticed that they don't even get in the huddle. Mm. Reggie be outside, Marvin's on the other side, and everyone else is huddling up. Those guys standing there catching their win. And you see Reggie run this backside 15-yard comeback, and Peyton looks at his first reads, and he just knows, okay, if I don't have nothing, I'm throwing to this spot. Reggie Ooh. should be there. And I say, Reggie, you always there. He said, man, we know it's a timing, timing. route, which I knew. He said, Peyton expects me to be there, and he's there every time. So I'm familiar with guys that know how to do their job well at that position. And if you had to learn it that way because you knew at last resort, throw it to the spot that he's supposed to be at, he should come up with the play, you know? That's the thing is when you're a pocket passer, it's all about releasing it early, right? trusting your guys that they're going to be there. And when you have guys that you can trust, you can throw it early. Yeah, You know, I watch all these guys and I'm like, why is he holding it? It's waiting, waiting, waiting. Mm-hmm. Let, you not know, sure. Yeah, they're not sure if that guy's going to be open or not. And 
when you wait that half a second, the DBs are so fast, they're going to catch up. You know, it may not be a pick, but it's going to be an incomplete Absolutely. or running into your receiver or whatever. That's my knock on Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Forever he's held on to it and he's made magic happen, but we look at this year and all of a sudden he's struggling because I just feel like he holds on to the ball for so long. But, you know, well, look, he'll probably get a new coach in there. They'll say, hey, let's get rid of it and get some timing passes in here too. Well, half of that is because of the guys he have out there. It's not yeah. that much talent out there anymore. He has right. some guys that he was very familiar with. Jordan, now he have and, a, yeah. a guy or two, and one right. of his main guys, Cobb. He's always he's been hurt this year, so sure. he can't rely on him all the time. But he doesn't have the same familiar faces that he had before. Yeah, he's had a lot of rotation, right? right. And you don't get that time like with Jordy. Even though Jordy probably lost a step, he just knew him. He yeah. knew he knew when he was throwing the go route to Jordy. That he, man. You know what I mean? He knew all those things, and they don't run a lot of the same plays that they were running before. Yeah. All right, we'll get into what Gus has going on in his life, but let's start with you, Tanner, man. What have you been doing since the last show, brother? Because like you're always on the run. Like always. Always on the run, always giving, yep. always doing something. You know, that's what we got to make a segment. Tanner's always doing something. <laughs> well, here's the season to be given and to be jolly. Last week, Friday, I drove over to Richmond, Virginia, in the Shark Pump Town Center, where I got a chance to chill with the scorecard gold members of Dick Sporting Goods. Oh, wow. And these members are the guys that spend over 500 something dollars a year with Dick's. They get their card, and they're able to be treated at the end. And since it's the holiday season, I was there to sign autographs, take pictures, and they just chilled and, you know, got a chance to kick back while we wrapped their gifts, and you name it. I mean, a lot of them brought their kids. They had refreshments in there. It was a fun time. I got a chance to play some ping pong. I got beat in ping pong because <laughs> at the end of the day, I don't know how to play, but I was a good sport about it yeah. and allowed the guy to, you know, put it on me. But I had fun doing it. Yeah. And besides that, today I was able to go over here in Hyattsville, Virginia, the Angel Tree ribbon cutting and gift distribution. Angel Tree is with Salvation Army, 89 Ways to Give, which is my foundation, teamed up with Salvation Army. And, you know, I'm always giving into my communities. One of the things that we strive to do with my foundation is try to get into these communities and advocate change with these youth. A lot of these youth are pulled in so many other directions, and if they see a guy like myself that they look to for doing my sport, something that they look up to, then they can know that, hey, if Santana's doing this and I look up to him playing ball, then I should be looking up to the word that he's trying to preach, or the word he's trying to give to us about doing something with our lives, doing something different. So we advocating that, you know, hey, you know, it's a lot more out there than what you see every day. Don't allow your environment to trap you from wanting to be better. But the Angel Tree Ribbon Toy Drive today, I had 10 angels. Mm -hmm. I adopted 10 angels where I made their wishes true. So it was 10 families that I was able to make their Christmas wishes wow. true. These families was families that didn't have enough to support their kids for Christmas. And, you know, they made wishes and we tried to grant them. So wow. today I partook in that. I was up three o'clock in the morning. So bear with me today. You, know. you got that quicker picker <laughs> upper quicker now. Quicker picker upper. So yeah, I should be okay. But, you know, I knew Gus was going to uh, be with us yes. today, man. So I had yes. to come with it. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's always an no doubt. eventful with me. And I have a great time just giving back. Man, kudos to you for doing that. And shout outs to Hyattsville, Maryland, too. That's over in my neck of the woods. So if you see me, Buy a brother a drink. All right, Gus, I know I know what you have going on. We've talked about it recently, but let the people know because, man, you are busy yourself since your man, playing days have been over. Yeah, well, you know, when I retired and the transition from the NFL into real life is difficult for a lot of players. And for me, an easy step was coaching. 
And I went into coaching high school players and really enjoyed that and got to coach some incredible players that are in the NFL now. Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott, Foye Lucon down in Atlanta. I always give those guys shout-outs. We didn't have a big team, but we had some really good, good athletes on mm-hmm. the team. But then you kind of want to say, okay, I want to move away from football. I want to do something else. I got into the business world, trying to figure out what my next step in life was going to be. I uh, came across a company called RC21X. It's really changed my life and how I view what we should be doing when you go to your doctor and you get a physical, yeah. he never asks you how your brain's doing, only if it's injured. And so we want to change that conversation with what we're doing. We measure and monitor brain performance by a simple app on your phone. Wow. And we give you your baseline so that everybody has it. So think about this. When you took one of the concussion tests, mm-hmm. right, they never told you what the numbers were. Or you never got information about it. We want to give the power back to the people and the consumer so that they understand their own brains because everything starts up there. It's the greatest invention ever made. So we got to take care of it, and that's what we do. That's very interesting. Can I ask you a question about that? So if I have this app and I'm trying to, you know, grade or judge where I'm at, you know, with my brain trying to see where I'm at, do they have a point system or is it something that I have to, you know, do they have guidelines for me to follow? The app's called Roberto. Mm -hmm. We're named after the great Roberto Clemente, baseball player. And we're partners with the family. I just had Roberto Jr. on the phone. He's a great oh, guy. that's cool. And what it's going to do is give you a number, right? Yeah. So just like you step on a weight scale, you get a number. Yeah. You're going to play this game. It's going to give you a score for each test you take. And then overall, it's going to give you a score, and that's your brain performance profile so that you can make the changes to make you better, right? And it's all about human performance. We do all these great things for our bodies, run faster, jump higher, do all these things. What about our brains? What are we doing? How are we looking at it? Mm. Because it affects us. You and I have seen a lot of guys come yeah. and go in the NFL yeah. saying, why did that guy not make the team, right? Yeah. He's faster, stronger. Like It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But he had a limited resource. He had no yeah. idea, right? Because your talent only gets you so far. And you got to understand how to play the game. And you got to be able to remember things. you got to be able to react to things. And you got to have great executive decision-making when you play in the NFL. And this app is going to let you know all that. Knowledge. That's neat, man. Of course, Pittsburgh born and raised, Gus Farrat would name his company after a great Pittsburgh wow. pirate. <laughs> Roberto Clemente. So shout-outs to you for that. Yeah. So, all right, let's get to the Redskins. Gentlemen, we're still in the playoff hunt. Can you believe it? Are we? I mean... Let's talk about backup quarterbacks for a second. Because when I had you on my show, we were talking about Mark Sanchez. And I was like, Gus, just take my audience into what it's like as a backup trying to prepare for your moment. And you've been there before, and then you get it, and you got to make the most of it. And you walked us through that process, and Mark Sanchez didn't do any of the things you said because he went out there and struggled. But then Josh Johnson comes in, and he does. So as you watch the Redskins – unfold now as you will are you surprised personally that they're in the playoff hunt and what have been your thoughts of Josh Johnson with all the injuries they've had I mean that's a struggle when you have that many injuries and Mm -hmm. you lose your top players it's hard to compete but they've done a good job of replacing those players you know they've had to replace Alex and then then Colt comes in (laughs) has the same injury similar and then they're they're saying okay we got to find our third string guy Mm -hmm. then they go get Mark who probably wasn't ready to, to mm-hmm. be in that spot, but mm-hmm. they're looking for a veteran with some experience. And then um, they said, okay, he's not cutting it. We still have a chance to make the playoffs. Let's go find Josh Johnson. Wow. Josh, I think, has, is very humble. He's going to do the right things. You know, in that position, you can only do the right things. If you do the wrong things, mm-hmm. it's going to be a glaring, noticeably 
something different that happens, right? right. Throwing an interception, yeah. taking sacks. Mm-hmm. If Josh can do the right things, but just completing an easy pass, mm-hmm. don't take sacks, don't turn the ball over, they have a chance to win. And that's okay. all you can ask of that guy in that position. The whole key of just watching these guys, I'm sitting there and watching. I watched the first game that you know they had to you know put Mark up, and my first thought was like, okay, offensively, the offensive mind OC should allow him to get into a rhythm, find the plays that's easy that he can say, okay, let me dink and dunk a few of them out here, but I'm not going to get past happy too fast and have him throwing a bunch of balls. They did that. They went out there and they threw a lot. And I'm like, you don't get this guy in a rhythm by having incompletions that early in the game. Right. A lot of drops that first couple of passes. Of him. I think the first four passes was dropped. And then they found a way, okay, now we have to run the ball. To me, they started off on the wrong foot. You already got this guy behind the eight ball. He's new. He's new to what you're trying to teach. I'm probably sure he probably been down that road before as a quarterback, seeing some of the terminology. Who knows? But he haven't played in a long time. Mm-hmm. So to have him come in and have to be dealt that blow early, not to get a rhythm, not to have his confidence sky high, you're already playing behind the eight ball. Whatever happened, happened. They didn't put up nothing with him. Second half come in, you put in Josh. Here's a kid off the street, off the couch, playing Madden the other day, playing a pickup basketball charity game, and he's coming and he's so fluent with his passes, picking up guys, making things happen with his feet. Yep. To me, this kid played like this is an opportunity in a lifetime. Sure. So I care less of what happened with Sanchez when it comes to him being prepared or not. I just believe Johnson played like, look, I've been waiting for an opportunity and this is it. I'm going to go out here and prove to people that I can be a backup in this league. I can be a guy that can play in this league. And regardless of what happens, he just was better with things broke down. And to me, I think that gives you a chance because now, you know, the team just straight up, you know, the opposite team just straight up put pin their ears back and said, we're going to rush this kid. We're going right. to rush Mark. We're going to make sure we put pressure on him because we know him. We know the real Mark Sanchez. We know that it's impossible for him to be great with his role on this team. We're going to pin our ears back. We're going to come at him, and he has to make a play with his arm. Tana, let me ask you this. The defense finally showed up and played well, right? Is it because the defense was due and they're talented and they should have been playing well all this time? Or is it because the Jaguars' offense is hot, steamy garbage? It's both. You know, it's a little both because you can't sit there and say that, oh, you went out there and played lights out on the defensive side, knowing that Jacksonville offense haven't done nothing. You right. know, this kid, Cody Kessler, I believe oh. his name is, he he's had one scoring drive in 30-some-plus drives. Yeah. That's ridiculous, you know, and that's one of the reasons why Blake had a chance to be the starter for so long. They didn't have nothing else. But then on the flip side of that also, that was a game you need to take advantage of as a defense. Get right. your mojo back, get your confidence, whatever it's going to take. Hey, I need to go beat up on a chump. So I can feel like I can beat somebody again. Right. It happens that way sometimes. But I think the key thing about the whole performance is they was on the plus side of the point differential for the first time in a long time. And they found themselves on the negative side their entire stretch of those losses. And that's why they couldn't get wins. And when now they finally on the plus side, they did enough to put us in a position to go win the game. And that's all we can ask for. Still got a shot at the playoffs. Gus, what do you think of the defense? Jacksonville is struggling, but as a defense, you can't worry about that. you got to go out and do your job still, right? Because they still have talent over there. You have to stop them, and the Redskins did that. I think Santana said it right, is that, hey, when you have a lead and we're not always playing from behind Mm -hmm. and we're not catching up and we can go out and protect this lead, 
you know, when you can get a little extra energy from mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and you, you got a chance to win the game, you got the lead. When you don't have the lead, you're like, okay, are we going to win? I don't know what the offense is going to do. But now they got the lead, they go out and play different. So I think it's a different attitude that they get when they have those situations. And it showed that, you know, by being able to go out and, and preserve the win. All right, back-to-back roadies now. They head to Tennessee. Mm. This Titans team scares me, Gus, because I feel like they're in a playoff hunt of their own. They play the Colts the last game of the regular season, and I feel like that could be the wild card spot right there. So I guess my question is, do the Redskins have a shot to win this game in Tennessee? Which Derrick Henry is going to show up. Oh, yeah, that guy. The won the first 12 games and won the last two games. So. Gus, I drafted him early in my fantasy league and, and dropped him. his ass. Well, so did everybody else. I mean, now all of a sudden he's Earl Campbell. Yeah, Right, right. But, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. And a guy like that that's so big, you just got to feed him the rock. Yeah. Sometimes when you have a great run day, when you're just handing the ball off, the first couple aren't there, but then you just feel it, like your line's into it, and then you just start breaking tackles. And when you get that run game going, everything else opens up. That play yeah. action, guys are open downfield, and, and really that's what Mariota needs. Right. He needs that. I truly believe that Mariota needs what he just said, what Gus just said. He needs you know, Henry to be Henry. He needs him to have those performances that he had these past two weeks, 400-some-plus yards in two weeks, 21 plus carries in both first halves. And I think he broke a record this past week. Uh, he rushed for 22 carries. He had 22 carries for 100-plus-something yards. Right. That had never been done by one person or something like that. But regardless of the situation, that he hasn't been doing that the entire year. So now you play a defense that's struggling to mm-hmm. stop the run, watching the Redskins, and they're coming off a win. What defense are you going to get from the Skins and what hearing are you going to get you know, from the Titans? And to me, that's going to be the deciding factor of – how these teams, how it's unfold. Defensively for the Titans, they're lights out. These guys here went out there and they posted a shutout against the Giants who put a 40 back on us. So that alone will have you raise your eyebrows and say, man, look, we couldn't stop the Giants and they went out there and shut them out. But I believe all that stuff out the window, regardless, every given week is something different. It's going to be something new. You can't predict, okay, because they went out there and played well against the Giants, they're going to come out here and be world beaters against you. Things happen differently. It's all about the schemes, all about who you have up there, and it's all about who shows up. So both sides, you're going to ask that question. Which defense are you going to get from the Redskins? Are they going to lead in the turnover differential? Right. Are they going to even get out to the quarterback enough? You know Mariota can run. Yeah. To me, I think his best option is having a good run game behind him, and then that allows him to be efficient because passing the ball, he doesn't scare me a lot. See, I want to go there. He doesn't scare me a if, lot. Let's just say the Redskins defense comes in and they shut down Henry. That has to be the game plan. Gus, you played the position. Do you feel like Mariota is good enough to beat this Redskins defense if it comes down to him? For me, if I'm the Redskins defense, I'm run blitzing all day. I'm not letting Henry get started. And if you want Mariota to carry the ball, we're make gonna him hit, beat you. We're going to make him beat you. us. We're going to hit him every time he got the ball. I mean, the receivers don't impress Scary. me. They got one yeah. of them. One of them that's pretty Co- right. Corey's not bad, right? Yeah. Corey, Davis. Corey Davis. Davis. But I'm going to make Mariota beat us through the air. Okay. Right? Because if Henry gets going and he has another one of those run mm. days, right. it's, only a long it's, night. Over. it's going to be a long day. You agree, Tana? Mariota. Yes. In a passing game, you make him pass. You make him get rid of that ball. Use his arm. And that's something that I don't think he's very comfortable with. I mean, he's not a guy that I think he can sit back there and dissect you right. You know, with his arm. But he's a hell of a player. He's shown that he can do enough with his feet, would allow with a great defense behind him and a great run game, that he can beat you. He, so I can't say he's not a winner. Yes, he is. He's shown that. But just 
if you can make him be one dimensional and say, hey, use your arm. We're not letting you get outside. You're not opening no lanes up for you so you can run or scramble. Beat us with your arm. Now it's going to be questioned. All right, so listen, we're going to pick games in a second. But before we do that, I have one more Redskin question. So Alex Smith is out of the hospital, and all signs point to he wants to return next season. Do you guys think he'll be back next season? Gus, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. You know, I had a friend when I played for the Broncos, Ed McCaffrey, who broke his leg like that when we were playing the Giants right before 9-11 happened. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Ed tried to come back too fast. He had a titanium rod in his leg. I'm Mm -hmm. sure that's some of the stuff they had to do with Alex. But, you know, Ed was a receiver trying to run on that. You know, being a quarterback is a little bit different. You know, even though Alex is a a mobile guy, but uh, he also can be a pocket guy. And I don't think it'll affect him like if he was like a receiver trying to run with that. Sure. Well, thank God Ed still had his genes because he passed them down to Christian. He's a pretty good <laughs> damn player himself. Right. Yeah. Christian right. McCaffrey's a beast. He got some other sons too out there. That's yeah. Balling. You think Alex is back Tanner next Hell season? Yeah, he he's he's <laughs> back. He's back for many a reason. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one a whole that, lot of guarantees. One, one that check, <laughs> and two, a lot and of two, green. And, and two, it's just you know, <laughs> it's just the competitive nature in us, man. We're not going to just allow that to be it for us. I watched it, and I'm saying, damn, is that it? You know, is that it for Alex Smith? No, it's not it for him because he's going to be that competitor to say, man, look, I was just trying to get into my groove. I hadn't quite gotten into my groove yet with this team. I want to prove to the fans, I want to prove to the owner, I want to prove to everybody who brought me here that I can be the player that they wanted, that they brought in. So I do believe that he's back for that reason, but another reason that money is definitely a motivator. Uh, Yeah, I would think so. All right, (laughs) Gus, this is how we do. We break down all the games, rapid-fire style. Tanner, you'll get it started. We already talked skins and titans on Saturday night. Ravens at... Chargers, they play in that weird-ass soccer field in Carson, California. Who do you like? Man, it's hard to say Ravens won't win with that defense, but it's hard to say they'll win with that scheme of things they're doing on the offensive side every week. It's going to be one of those true tests, I believe, this week to see if they can continue mm-hmm. having success You know, with the kid out there running the ball like he does. I say Chargers edge them out. I agree. I'm going Chargers. Gus, I was just telling you off camera how I felt about the Chargers. I think this team could absolutely go to the Super Bowl and win it. I'm going to ride that horse till it leads me to a bad place. So well, that's Chargers. a long trip out there for the Ravens. <laughs> but, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson's playing really well. They got a kind of a, a good running game going right now. The Ravens have a pretty good defense. So, I don't know. I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to go Ravens. Ooh, Gus living on the edge. Go, Lamar Jackson's going to win again. Against the grain. Uh, Bengals at Browns. I'm going Browns at home. Browns are rolling, man. Browns. I, I, I truly believe. Browns have Browns. way more talent than the Bra- Bengals. Browns still have a shot to make the playoffs, just like the Skins. All right, Bucks at Cowboys. I'm going boys at home. <laughs> yeah, boys. Yeah, you got to go Cowboys. But Tampa Bay always can surprise you with their offense. Yeah. You know, if they can score a lot of points, you know. and Being in the thick of things. Yeah, they could be in there at the end. But if it doesn't get rolling, then it's Cowboys all the way. Gus says take the boys, but maybe the Bucks cover. Vikings at Lions, who you like? Vikings beat the easy team, so I'm going to say Vikings. Yeah, I guess I'm with you there, too. I'll go Vikings. Yeah, you know, uh, good, my good buddy just became the OC there, Kevin Stefanski. He's doing mm-hmm. a great job of mm-hmm. tempo, changing it, getting that run game going, getting uh, those guys playing like they should be playing, and I think that uh, the Vikings are going to win this one. You think they make the playoffs? I don't know. It's tough. They're right? first in the hunt, ain't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're right there. I mean, they control their own destiny. They control their own destiny. That could be a dangerous team if they get in. Bills at Patriots. But they lose three in a row. 
Bills, the Bills find a way to play them tough. They always do. I think if it was in Buffalo, yeah, maybe. Yeah, if it was in Buffalo, a little different. I, say, I, I can't I see the Patriots win. Yeah, I can't see yeah, Tom Yeah, I got to go Patriots because yeah. after last week, they got to get a win. I do like the Bills, though. Their future looks bright there. Packers at Jets. Oh, this man. is tough to call this tough one, man, at this point. Both of these guys playing crappy football. I don't know if the Packers even have what it takes to go and beat the Jets at home. I mean, right. Damn if I do, damn if I don't. I'm going to go with Packers just because, <laughs> you know, I got Aaron Rodgers as my fantasy quarterback, so I'll go Packers. I'll go on a limb. I'll go Darnold at home. I'm going to go Darnold at home. Ooh-wee. Packers season. I mean, about. their season's over, so. Texans at Eagles. Wow, it's a big game. What is this Eagles team I saw the other night? I mean, who is that? That's a tough game. I'm going Texans. I want Texans to win. Yeah, that's that's a tough game. I'm going to go Eagles, though. I'm going Eagles at home. I think Foles, man. Foles magic. He's got crazy. Magic. Yeah, yeah, he's bringing about it back. It's you know, like something that about team, him. To be honest with you guys, that team played a lot different with I know. Foles. That, you it's know, and weird, it's, bro. And it's weird because they didn't even look like that in the beginning of the season with him. It's, it's uh, strange. It seemed like now they said, oh, we got our magic back. This is the time to make this run. I so, think they're going to win yeah. that game. Fletcher Cox is beast in the middle. Yes. He's a grown man. Falcons at Panthers. You guys like Boo boo and boo boo. <laughs> I mean, this game's worthless. I liked Falcons in this one. Mm, uh, yeah, I go Falcons I'll because go Falcons. I feel like they have more to watch and they have more at state. I don't think we're both of them in the Panthers same are category. done now. So yeah, and, and Cam looks hurt. So yeah, I go. Falcons. I would shut him down. Actually, their season's over. I take smart. him out. Giants at Colts. Colts, right? Colts oh, yeah. win. Yeah, Colts. I like the Colts. They're gonna be devastating in the playoffs. I think. I don't think they're going Super Bowl, but they're going to ruin someone's yeah, weekend. Definitely. Jaguars at Dolphins. Mm. I'm going Dolphins. I like the Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins, too, but it's yeah. just, when would Jacksonville show up? They would show up against a team <laughs> like the Dolphins. Yeah. So who knows? Dolphins. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, Dolphins. I'm definitely going Dolphins. Yeah, me too. Uh, Rams at Cardinals. Rams, right? Rams. They get back on track. They got to get back on track. Cardinals suck, too. Just want everyone to know that. Bears <laughs> at Niners. Niners like they played pretty tough. The, the, you know what? I have a long story about the Niners, but I'm going to say oh, Bears. Oh, boy. Taking say, L's is I'm coming a, up. I'm going to say Bears. I'm going Bears. Duh, Bears. Yeah, I got to go to the Bears, too. Their defense is just way too dominant right now. All right. I want Gus to answer this one last. Tana, Steelers at Saints. Who you like? Steelers at Saints. <laughs> it's written on the wall. Uh, the Steel City would take over. The <laughs> Noya. But I think Drew does enough to get those guys back on pace to what he showed earlier this season. Saints win. I, too, am going Saints. Gus, hometown in New Orleans. Who you like? Well, I'm hoping for a shootout. That'd be great. You know, I'm hoping for, you know, high 40s scoring game. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, you know, the Steelers are kind of coming in. they they got to keep winning. If they want to go anywhere in the playoffs, they got to go down there and win this game. So I'm going to take the Steelers. Woo! That's that home cooking, man. He he he, he couldn't say nothing else. I mean, they're riding <laughs> high, man. They beat the Patriots. I mean, this could be the week. Well, I'm also pulling for my fantasy team. True that. <laughs> this guy has been Antonio and Juju. I don't know how he pulled oh, that, he off. that yeah, off. Good luck, Gunner. My God. I don't know. That's your son's name, Gunner? Yeah. That's a great name. Gunner. I like that That's name a, a quarterback, lot. Name. Right? I named my son Colt, same thing. I was like, that kind of sounds quarterback. He's either going to be a sheriff, a quarterback, or a stuntman. Either way, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Gus, you're, you're going to do – Gus is doing another week with us of this show. We'll have him do taking L's for that. I want you to learn how this works. Every Santana Moss Show podcast, okay, we do a segment called Taking L's. We take turns. Whoever had the worst L of the week, the worst loss, something happened, something embarrassing, whatever – this week it's Tana's turn. Tana, 
you have the floor for taking that. Lord, help me, help me, please. So, you know, I talk so highly of my friends that bet. Yes. You know, Travis is good friends with them. Mm-hmm. Bub and Bo. Love them. Bub calls me and say, I got locks. He knows I'm not a bad man. He knows I'm not a guy that go out there and worry about who's doing this. But if you tell me enough and you give me enough and you ask, because one of the things about me, you can say you, you you like a team. If I don't think that spread is worthy enough, I'm like, nah, brother, that, that ain't good. So Bub called me the other day. He said, 10, I got locks. Told me a couple of teams, and I denied two of them. Then he said, well, they got Seattle to beat San Fran at home uh, by three and a half. I say, man, that's odd. I said it's odd because they just killed these guys in Seattle. Why is it only three and a half? Said something strange about it. He's like, I know, but man, San Fran finna get they behind killed. I'm like, I'm going to make a couple of calls. So I mm. called Bo. Bo, can you believe that they got San Fran to be, to lose only by three and a half to Seattle? Bo like, you know what? San Fran do play hard at home, man. So that's probably the only reason, but they gonna get killed, man. Uh, Seattle, <laughs> Seattle, too much for them. Uh, they they playing lights out right now. True, I believe that too. Yeah, facts. All right, I'm going a, a thousand on Seattle. Uh, uh, you bet big, or you go home. That's right. And I feel that you know a lot of the times the reason why I don't make these bets because I'm not a guy that's gonna bet that twenty five dollar ticket for ten teams to win. <laughs> trying to win big. Right. <laughs> Look. I'm going to bet a couple of thousand. Right. Give me something near what I bet. You win or you lose. I'm going to win yep. or I'm going to lose. Yep. And so I was riding with Seahawks. Yep. I was riding. I was the 12th man that day. <laughs> Waving my flag. And trust me, I had to pull that thing down. <laughs> watch every minute of that I game. Had to pull yep. that, I mean, they lost, man. They yeah. didn't even. Okay, one of the things I said, worst case scenario, they don't win by more than four. Right. They lost. Yeah. That's the ultimate L. Yeah. I took a, an L, man. Took and I <laughs> and I, I immediately text them boys. Before Bub even could text me, we texting each other. You can see him trying to text me. I'm texting him and I'm like, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That's my taking L for the week. Man. Next time you, you make go. a bet like that, I gotta call, call you. your boy yeah. first. I gotta call you. Because right. I had a very good weekend. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> wow. Gus, we appreciate you coming on. We're gonna Thanks, do it again, guys. man. Let's do another week with Gus. Down, what do you man. think? We need you. It's the holiday season. Season, man. Gus say he's giving. Let's go. Gus Claus, baby. Yes, sir. Santana Moss Show podcast. It's a Riz app. It's a Santana Moss Show. Former through your ball game. Number 89. Hustle all the time. Travis on the right. Hot mic on the left. Every single week, it's a lyrical fact.